what are the rocks? What are the most important things that you have to do in your business each week? It has to be you getting it done. And they are the most important things. You are an amazing human being. You're a coach or expert who works hard to make a positive difference for your clients. I'm Joss Willard, and my mission is to help good coaches like you make great profits so you can live an amazing life helping the people you're meant to serve. This podcast is here to help with that. We'll be bringing you the information, resources, experts, and perspectives to allow your practice to make a difference, support the life you want, and reward you fairly and well for the impact that you bring. Welcome to Profit for Coaches. Hey there, I'm Joss Willard, host of Profit for Coaches, and on today's episode, we're going to chat a little bit about time. I don't call it time management because we really don't manage time. We just try to be efficient with how we invest the time that we have. So today, that's what we're going to talk about. How can we be more efficient with our time? What do we need to do to make sure that we have the time to be successful? Enjoy the episode. Real quick, before we get started, I want to make sure that the time you invest here is profitable. And the best way to do that is to make sure you grab a copy of the free ebook, The Four Must-Haves for a Profitable Coaching Practice. It's absolutely free. It's worth every penny. It outlines the four areas that every profitable coaching practice on the planet has in common. And thus, they're the four things that you must have nailed down in your coaching practice if you want it to be consistently profitable. So if you want an easy to understand, very specific tool that makes it crystal clear where to be focusing your attention in your practice and what you can safely ignore to ensure that your practice is consistently profitable and supports the life that you want to be living, go to ProfitForCoaches.com and download your copy of the four must-haves for a profitable coaching practice today. So I've had a number of people ask me recently about time, um, being effective with time. Um, folks who, for one reason or another, have had to deal with having kids at home that they didn't use to, uh, folks who work from home or have had to, to move their work from, from an office space where they're meeting clients in person to working online and dealing with people being at home. And uh, that may or may not be a challenge going forward here for you as we're into fall and, and school is starting, but who knows how many schools will keep the kids going and the doors open. And uh, maybe you're like our family and you've decided that, you know what, enough of the revolving door. We're just going to go ahead and keep our kids at home, do the homeschooling. It's one of the advantages of building my practice the way that I have is that I have uh, the flexibility to be able to do that. And so folks have asked, well, how do I do that? How do I, how do I build my practice so that I have the flexibility to do that? Or how do I figure out this problem or this challenge? So I was just talking recently in, in one of uh, group programs with someone who uh, was dealing with a similar situation. Right? Family, family change, who's doing what around the house, uh, someone uh, is going back to school, some other things. And all of a sudden there's you know, 10, 15 fewer hours in the week to put into the practice or the business side of things. And that's fine. And so I wanted today to share the same advice, the advice that I, that I give, or a version of the advice that I will give to, to most people in situations like this. And there are a lot, there are a lot of potential tools out there. There's a lot of potential answers and ways to address this. But fundamentally, it comes down to this. And for whatever reason, like you might be someone who has a full-time job still, or even a part-time job, or you've had to pick up some extra employment to make ends meet, or for whatever reason, right? Look at how much time realistically do you have available 
for your practice, for your business, for your consultancy, the business that you are working, how many hours do you actually have available during the week to put into that? And I want, I would recommend that you be conservative. So if, for example, you know that you need to spend 10 hours a week with the kids, whether that's dinner hour, lunch hour, some sort of being present in the lives of the kids, maybe it's shuttling them back and forth to school, something that you wouldn't have to. But let's let's say there's 10 hours, 10 hours a week that you need to put into being there with the children, as an example. Assume that it's actually going to take you an extra 15 minutes every time that you are doing whatever that that commitment is. All right, let, you know what? Let's be more specific. Let's say you have to take the kids to school. It has fallen on you to chauffeur the kids to school. And it's, um, let's be really, really, uh, let's be insane like me. And my son last year was attending a school that was closer to his mom's house. So it was an hour each time. So half an hour there, half an hour back. So half an hour to get him to the school, half an hour to come back home, half an hour to go pick him up, half an hour to bring him back home. Right. So that's two hours a day driving my my son to and from school, which was great because it actually gave us that half an hour each way of time together in the car. So I really enjoyed that. But that's two hours a day that I did not have available for my business. And it took me after I got home from dropping him off or from picking him up, it took me about 15, 20 minutes each time to, you know, get out of the car, get to the house shoes off, keys hanging on the peg, uh, refill my water bottle, check in with the rest of the family while they're there, make sure nothing important had happened, house hasn't burned down, that kind of stuff. Get down here into the office and settle down and be in work mode, right? So assuming, so in that case, that's two hours a day plus 15 minutes each time. So that's two and a half hours a day. Well, two and a half hours a day times, you know, four working days a week. Yeah, that's right. Four working days a week. Um, for me, well, that's 10 hours a week. For you, maybe you're working five days a week. Maybe you're working six days a week, whatever it might be. That's two and a half. So maybe it's 12 and a half hours of your work week that isn't available. Or you need to switch around when it's available, right? You can do that thing. It doesn't matter. The point is be conservative. Give yourself less time. Expect to have less time available for your business. Err err on that side of having less time available. Because that way, if you do get bonus business time, it's bonus business time rather than expecting that you're going to do 35 hours a week of business time and turns out you're only doing 30 every week. And then you because if you do it if you do it that way, you start to resent the business and you start to resent the family or the friends or whoever or whatever it is that is pulling on your time, right? You're like, I need to do 35 hours a week. I consistently only get to 30 because don't do that to yourself. Don't do that to the people that you love and to the causes and people that are important to you, right? So set yourself up. You know what? It's going to be 30 hours. I've got 30 hours. Available. I've got 25 hours available to put into my business every week. Okay. Maybe, maybe it's 20, maybe it's 15, maybe it's 10, whatever it is, figure out what that time is. Once you know how much time you have available, let's, for the sake of argument, let's say it's 25 hours. You've decided that you're going to work five days a week, five hours a day. Yeah. 25 hours available. Great. What are the rocks? What are the most important things that you have to do in your business each week. It has to be you getting it done. And they are the most important things. If you are a solo coach, one person business, then I would suggest 
that your biggest have to is making sure that your client acquisition is happening, right? So you have people coming along, uh, working through the process of becoming clients. So you're not, you can't be working. Look, I'm full. I can only handle 10 clients at a time. I have 10 clients. So I stop marketing. I stop having sales conversations. You can't do that. You do that. And then you, that's, that's how you wind up with a business that is feast or famine, starvation cycle. So we don't do that. Right. So you, you want to have consistent and we'll, we'll talk in another episode about consistency, but you want to have that sort of consistent flow. So one of the most important things for you to be doing is client acquisition. So marketing and sales. How much time do you need to do that? Well, if you know how long it takes you to close a client, if you know what your 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 process is for taking someone to suspect to prospect to client, then you can work at, work that out. If you don't know, well, then you got some work to do. You got some research to do, and that's fine. If you've got my system going on that you have built in your practice, it takes about five hours a week to do your marketing and sales work so that you have consistent flow of clients. So let's say it's going to take you five hours for marketing and sales stuff a week. All right. So that's five of your 25 hours and that's stuff you've got to do at this point. Now you might have your system set up where you have somebody else doing your sales calls for you. And that's fine. That's, that's a different story, but let's assume again, we're looking at the things you have to do. So let's assume it's you, it's one person, you've got to do marketing and sales. That's five of your 25 hours. Well, the other thing you got to do is you do need to be actually delivering what you sell, right? So you need to actually be sitting down with your clients doing the work. So let's say that you are like, you, you only want a hundred thousand dollar a year practice. So you only need five clients at a time and you're meeting with those clients. Let's say it's every week for an hour. Okay. So you got your hour phone call, but you also need prep time before and after you need time to prep and you need time to sort of file your notes or, uh, the recording of the, of the session, you know, name it, put it in the Dropbox folder, whatever it is, however you use your system. So let's say it takes an extra 15 minutes per client. So five hours plus 15 minutes. Okay. The math's going to get wonky. Uh, so that's going to be six hours and 15 minutes, something like that. Let's call it six and a half. So six and a half hours plus your original five for marketing and sales. So now you've got, ele that's 11 and a half of your 25 hours. Well, then you've got you need to do your your admin stuff. You need to know that your cash flow is working. Uh, you need to uh, make sure that that whatever expenses are happening are are investments that are going to get you a return on your investment, etc. So you need there's some minor admin stuff that is important that you need to do because you don't want to farm out. Like you don't want to abdicate your finances. You do want to delegate some of that work, but you don't want to abdicate it. So let's say that's an extra. Let's be really generous and say that takes you an hour a day. So that's another five hours. So we were at 11 and a half. So now we're at 16 and a half hours of your 25 available hours. Wow. I'm building a really efficient business here. Um, well, that's a, okay. So for the sake of this, so I don't go on for 20 minutes making stuff up. Let's say that that's what you had. You have, you have 18 hours available in your week. You figure out your rocks. What are the things that you personally have to do that, that need, that require you to do them? And you go, okay, well that's 16 and a half hours. Great. I've got an hour and a half left or two hours and a half left or however many hours in, in you've got left. At that point, if you have time left over, then you can ask, all right, what are the all of the other things that I have been doing that take up time? How many of those things should I still be doing? 
So maybe part of your marketing strategy includes commenting on social media, making posts, et cetera, et cetera. And that actually takes an extra four hours a week. All right, well, now you're filled up, right? You choose, you decide. But you start with the things that are most important for your business to keep it alive, to keep it thriving, to keep it growing, and that you need to be doing, right? Start with those things. Those are the rocks. Then you add if you, if you have any time left in your bucket, then you add the gravel, which are the things that are important that need to be done. Doesn't necessarily mean you have to do them, but you want to, or it's, it's, it's effective for you to do them. Uh, you enjoy doing them, whatever. You can fill in the gaps there, right? Then if you have any time left after that, then you look at the sand. What are all the other little things that definitely don't need to be you doing them? And do I have time to do them? Great, I'll, I'll fit them in. And if not, I won't. Okay. Now let's say it turns out that between rocks and gravel, so between those key things that you absolutely have to do and those key things that are important that could be done by you or could be done by somebody else, you have 30 hours of work that needs to be done in a week and you only have 25 hours available to you. That's then when you look at those gravel things and go, well, there's 10 hours of gravel here. Um, I can only do five of them. I need somebody else to do the other five. Which of these five hours of things do I need to be doing? And which ones can I find somebody else, hire somebody else to do for me and take off of my plate so that I can then have the lifestyle that I want with the business that I want? And it's, you know, I get a lot of folks like, oh, it's money. I don't have the money. Okay, great. You don't have the money to hire somebody to do it. We need to look at your client acquisition to make it more effective. If you're like, well, I don't have the, the time to deal with, with more clients, then we need to look at your pricing. Perhaps we need to raise the prices on your existing clients. Well, if I do that, then I won't have enough clients. Good, because here's a here's a tip. If you doubled your prices, and I've had I've talked to people about this all the time. If you double your prices and half of your clients quit, congratulations. The other half are still there. So you are making the same amount of money in half as much time. Now, I'm not recommending that you just willy-nilly double your prices because you need to be actually be adding value. Your clients need to see the value in it. But there's nothing wrong with looking at raising your prices if you are too busy right? If your time is, needs to be freed up. So you can look at raising your price. We can look at your efficiency. We can look at your efficiency of delivery, how you're delivering with your clients, uh, the types of results you're giving to clients, or maybe we need to look at building and selling information products to supplement your face-to-face time with clients, right? So maybe, maybe you need a, a do-it-yourself study program, something like that. And the point is, there are a lot of different ways to solve this problem. There are a lot of different ways to create the income and free up the time or to create the income so that you can free up the time. And this sort of catch 22 that we talk ourselves into around, well, you know what? I, I, I don't have enough money to hire somebody else to do these things. And I don't have enough time to do the things I need to do to make more money um, because I have to do all these other things. It's a false premise almost all of the time. If you find yourself chasing your tail and going, I don't have enough time to do this and I don't have enough money to hire somebody else to do it for me and it's got to be done for my business to be successful, one of two things needs to happen. Either we need to go through and do an evaluation of how you're spending your time and what you're spending your time on. And probably we need to do that first anyway to evaluate where am I actually spending my time and why? Or we need to look at the other things outside of your business that you're spending your time on. And maybe it's possible that you need to be investing more time in your business in order to make it successful. And if that is the case, if that is a thing that needs to happen, we have to make some tough decisions about opportunity cost. Maybe if I want to build a successful coaching practice and be able to work only 25 hours a week doing so and be able to be there for my kids and be able to be there for my spouse and be able to support uh, the charity or the cause that I, that 
I want to support uh, and have my health in line, etc. Maybe those three night a week poker games with the guys are going to have to have to go, right? Or maybe instead of being, you know, in the ultra competitive field for the Spartan races on the weekends, I need to train a little less and just be in the amateur for the love of it groups. So I can still do my Spartan races, but I instead of, I don't have to spend, you know, three hours a day training for them or whatever. And I'm completely making that up. There's nothing wrong with Spartan races or with training with, for them. The point is, what are you willing to invest? How are you willing to invest it? If time is the only thing you have available to invest in your business, then just like money, you have to decide how much of it are you going to, are you willing to invest and what are you willing to give up? in order to do so. If you're going to invest money in your business, you know what? Maybe you maybe you don't need Starbucks. Maybe you don't need a full off a full on office space. If you don't have the cash and you don't have the time, maybe we can take instead of paying rent on that office building that you're not using because you've been working out of your home office uh, because of the last 18 months, maybe it's time to let that lease go on that office building and take that $2000 and put it into a virtual assistant or something like that, right? So, the point is again, managing your resources and time is one of your resources. And if you have a limited or a lesser amount of time available than you used to, then you need to evaluate it the same as you used to evaluate money. How many hours do I actually have? What are the most important things for me to put those hours into? And then if there is if there are more things that need doing than I have personal time to invest, prioritize which things need me and how do I get someone else to do these other things? So that is the action step. Give yourself, carve yourself out a half an hour, sit down and evaluate where are you actually spending your time? How much time do you actually have available to spend? Be honest with yourself on how you've been spending your time and then invest the right amount of time in the right activities. Do that and we'll see you next week. That's it for this episode of Profit for Coaches. I've been your host, Joss Willard. To make sure you never miss a new episode, go to ProfitForCoaches.com to subscribe now. You'll also find all the show notes, resources, guides, links, freebies, and other goodies that we mention on the show. Plus, we've got some special bonuses there just for our subscribers. So to make sure you profit fully from this and each new episode of Profit for Coaches, go to ProfitForCoaches.com now.